0: Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlocks big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features. Get your free mind snack now. Today we will be exploring the book Unconditional Parenting Moving from Rewards and Punishments to Love and Reason. We often hear parents lament about how difficult it is to raise a child. It is true there is no child who is born well-behaved. Every child has their own personality. The process of raising a child brings endless challenges for parents. Therefore, parents do the best they can and rely on so-called effective ways to deal with children that are often spread by other parents. However, those effective ways may only be effective in the short term and can soon become useless, which means that the screaming and yelling continue. Thus, the questions arise, how can we raise an outstanding child? What kind of parenting methods are truly effective? To answer those questions, Alfie Kohn, a famous childhood education expert in the U.S. who is also a father of two children wrote the book Unconditional Parenting, Moving from Rewards and Punishments to Love and Reason. His theories are based on lots of scientific research, and his critiques are incisive while also maintaining a sense of humor and providing easy-to-understand material. He offers very clear explanations of the concepts of unconditional parenting. This book has been strongly recommended by many national and international education experts. It is a must-read book for parents. Alfie Cohn The leader of the progressive educational movement in America published nine profound books about early childhood education before this one, including The Schools Our Children Deserve, Moving Beyond Traditional Classrooms and Tougher Standards, and Punished by Reward, The Trouble with Gold Stars, Incentive Plans, A's, Praise and Other Bribes which we have talked about before. Most of his critiques concern the fields of education, parenting, and human behavior. Some readers may think his opinions are too extreme, but some of his parenting beliefs have been supported by many educators and have worldwide influence in the field of childhood education. He won the National Council of Teachers of English George Orwell Award for Distinguished Contribution in 2000, the National Louis University Ferguson Award for Distinguished Contribution to Early Childhood Education in 2002, And the Public Education Advocacy Award from the Canadian Teachers Federation in 2007. In this book, Cohn questioned and overturned some common educational concepts such as using rewards and punishments to educate children. He employed significant research data and authoritative theories as well as many real research cases to prove that traditional parenting methods which are deeply rooted in parents' minds have hurt their children. Instead, Cohn recommended unconditional parenting and proved it could bring positive impacts to children and help them to become thoughtful, independent, confident, and responsible. This kind of parenting method can help parents to understand their children's needs and to reflect on the way they educate their children. Parents can also recall their own childhoods, understand the relationship between their children and themselves, and from that new perspective raise children in a better way. Cohn suggested that parents should give their children love with no strings attached, encourage them to speak for themselves and be independent, and let children make their own decision. Parents also have to respect their children's needs and consider the world from their perspective. This kind of open parenting may be challenging, but it is worth making every effort. In this bookie, we will learn about Cohn's new parenting method in three parts. Part 1 what is conditional parenting? Part 2, what is unconditional parenting? Part 3, how should unconditional parenting be practiced? Before explaining unconditional parenting, Cohn first introduces conditional parenting. He wants parents to reflect on themselves to see if they have already engaged in conditional parenting. So, what is conditional parenting? The first characteristic of conditional parenting is that it aims to foster children's obedience and ignores their actual feelings. In daily life, one of the most common ways we praise children is to say you are a good child. Thus, we must ask, what kind of child can be classified as a good child? If we think about it, we will realize that quiet, well-behaved, obedient, and trouble-free are the standard expectations for a good child. So how does one foster a good child that complies with these standard? Generally speaking, we do so by finding ways to make children tame and obedient, behaving according to adults' expectations. However, Cohn thinks that those standards of what counts as a good child ignore children's actual feelings, which can negatively impact their growth. Through his research, Cohn found that there are two primary consequences in adulthood for people who were required to be obedient in childhood. First, they lose their individuality and become extremely obedient. Or second, they become extremely rebellious since their will, judgment, and needs that were suppressed during childhood gain free reign. Therefore, the well-behaved child who used to have manners suddenly becomes an aggressive demon. Many parents are puzzled about why their child has become extremely rebellious, seemingly changed into a totally different person as soon as adolescence starts. This change is the result of children's rebellion against their parents' control. Because of these consequences, parents should think about whether or not making children obedient is truly what they want their children to be. Do we only love the child who never makes any trouble and become furious with the child who challenges our authority and patience? If the answer is yes, then this is conditional love, which means that we only focus on our own convenience rather than what our children need. The second characteristic of conditional parenting is that it is based on rewards and punishments, which may turn the parent-child relationship into a kind of economic exchange. Many parents like to propose requirements and assign rewards and punishments accordingly. This can be a highly effective way of controlling children's behavior, so many parents consider it to be a useful parenting method. In addition, the rewards and punishments are not only about giving and depriving at the material level, but also about how parents speak to their children as well as their facial expressions and actions. Everyone has heard parents say things like, I am so proud of you, you won the championship, or you are awesome for cleaning up your toys so well, or I will never bring you to the supermarket again if you don't calm down, or baby, if you stop crying, I will buy you an ice cream. We could go on and on with similar examples, and most people think these are normal and understandable. However, Cohn pointed out that both rewarding and punishing strategies can make children feel like they're being controlled. Although children may not be able to express this feeling in the immediate moment, they gradually come to realize that they will only be loved and accepted by their parents if they follow orders. Over time, children may begin to wonder, what will I get if I follow my parents' orders? How will they treat me if I don't? Cohn even mentions a behaviorist parenting expert who said, if I am going to take my children out for a ride or give them a hug and kiss, I must first make sure that they have earned this kind of reward. In other words, conditional parenting is a method that forces children to work really hard just to get a little affection or a reward from their parents. For children, the condition of being loved requires being well-behaved, high-achieving, or both. Ultimately, conditional parenting reflects the tendency of parent-child interactions to turn into a kind of economic exchange. Researchers from the University of Denver found that teenagers who feel they have to meet certain standards to be accepted by their parents will eventually dislike themselves and have lower self-worth in adulthood. We have discussed the first two characteristics of conditional parenting. Now we will explore the third characteristic which is emphasizing that children must be disciplined and obey certain principles. This may hinder children from becoming independent thinkers. For example, we often see children happily running around and asking questions in public places. Adults tend to denounce and dismiss these kinds of behaviors because we have already accepted the rules and social codes. Hence, we habitually stop children from breaking the rules. But this may stifle children's curiosity and ability to think independently and make them become cowardly and blindly obedient to others. Cohn offered two examples in the book. The first is about an excited boy screaming and jumping off the swing in a playground. His mother stops him immediately, yelling stop that foolishness right now. The second example is about a mother trying to restrain her son's movement in a children's museum by lying to him and telling him that what he's doing is prohibited by the museum. When he asks why, she replies, it just does. While it is commonly believed that everyone should follow the rules and be disciplined, the Journal of Child Development found that preschool-aged children of controlling parents tended to be quiet, well-behaved, non-resistant. In addition, they also didn't interact much with their peers and seemed to lack curiosity and originality. It is widely accepted that following rules can help children become self-disciplined, However, Cohn pointed out that discipline doesn't always help kids to become self-disciplined. This is because there is a huge difference between being self-disciplined by choice or by force. Parents who believe in conditional parenting usually ask their children to follow the rules without giving any reason or explanation. This indicates that these parents do not appreciate their child's behavior. They stifle their child's curiosity, and do not consider their child as a person with unique ideas. These kinds of behaviors can hinder children from becoming people who can think independently. This is all for part 1 What is Conditional Parenting? Let's review. The first characteristic of conditional parenting is that it aims to foster children's obedience and ignore their actual feelings, which can have a negative impact on children's mental development. The second characteristic is that it is based on rewards and punishments. This may turn the parent-child relationship into a kind of economic exchange and make children feel as if they are being controlled by their parents. The third characteristic is the emphasis on discipline and principles, which can stifle children's curiosity and hinder them from becoming independent thinkers. Today we are just sharing limited content.